what is off the groove? It means you've blown the line or you're pushing the limits a little bit too far or just maybe you might be looking for a faster way around the racetrack. Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. February 22nd, episode number 65, Off the Groove. I can't believe it's been 65 episodes since we had this crazy idea to talk to each other about flat track racing. Yeah. 20, only, only 20 days still Daytona. Less than three weeks. Yeah. Yep, less than three weeks. It'll be here before we know it. I say that every week. I know. That means I'm going to be in Savannah in less than two weeks. Oh, you're going to Savannah. That is right. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to make it to Savannah this year. I'm kind of bummed about that. You need to. It's you a haven't weekend, been to the Savannah right? Spring Race, have you? No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have. No, I haven't. Okay. I don't know. I think you've only been there in the fall. Maybe. Can I, can I say Who maybe? Knows? I don't know. I can't keep track of where you go. Dude, we have got so much news to talk about this week it's insane it's well where do you want to start (laughs) where do you want to start at the beginning it's usually the best place to start uh i don't know chronological order what happened first i guess it's been nuts well the daytona 500 was last weekend absolutely as soon as that wrapped up they started tearing apart the infield of the daytona 500 to do some testing for american flat track during the tt what i've been told from the little birdies flying around here in Oklahoma is their the main concern is coming back off the pavement down into the infield and I heard that's where they're doing some testing. What did I tell you about trusting those little birdies from Oklahoma? I don't know. I don't have a gun, so I can't shoot them. <laughs> so yeah, no, I mean, there's going to be challenges, right? It, it, you got to believe that AFT is, is going to do everything they can to, to get riders on that track, test it out, to build it in the way that, that works the best. And safety is obviously always a concern with them. So I'm sure they'll, they'll tackle it. There may be hurdles to jump. There may be things that they have to adjust day of. But, um, you know, that's what happens when you try something new. So hats off to them for trying and going through that that process for sure. Well, yeah, I'm definitely glad they're testing it. You know, there's a rule that you can't race on a track, you know, a few weeks before, yep. you know, being on the track. So I've heard some big names are going down there to be part of it. I, uh-huh. I don't know where I heard that. but Another birdie. Some some retired folks are going down there. That's I did hear that. That's so cool. also, earlier in the week, Ben Lau to Roof Systems. Go that one kind of surprised me. Yeah. That surprised you? Yeah, I... You know, I usually hear rumors, and that one caught me off guard. I don't, I didn't know where he would go. I didn't know if he'd do his own things. I yeah. heard, I heard, you know, he's got his own production twin. I figured he would just do his own thing, but now he's got some support from Roof Systems. I think it's great. He deserves it. Yeah, no, and that's what that's. It's definitely not surprising that he gets the opportunity like that because he's a good rider, great, great, great individual. Um, so he definitely deserves it. But yeah, I think. Uh, to see roof systems extend another, uh, you know, to, for to another rider is always good. It seems like between roof systems and uh, Team Espenson, they're 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 really stacking them pretty deep in the in those teams for sure. Well, what I like is not everybody can be a premier rider, yep. so you have to have the next guy. Like maybe one of their guys might retire, or if somebody gets hurt, heaven forbid that there'll be a spot open, somebody has to fill that spot. So I like what they're doing, having people in, you know, the multiple classes, you know. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Ben's going to be running the singles class and the production twins class, you know, and then he'll be ready to move on up to the AFT twins class. So did you see that Henry Wiles, James Monaco and Austin Luzak, they had an announcement too. I, they've got new era, but now they also have a leather company involved. Uh, I'm not real familiar with them there. They do leathers, you know, worldwide, but it looks like they're trying to get more involved in America. Yeah, I think it's a two year deal. So that's great. I mean, they're 
they're bringing in some other people. New Era was a new a new sponsor that had never worked in flat track, and I think this is another. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. I feel like an idiot if I said it wrong, so I'm not, I don't think I'm gonna try to do it. You want to give it a go? Furigan. I don't know. Sure. F U R Y G A N. Might be a good opportunity to call one of them up and ask about it. Hold on, listen. Furigan. Furigan. Is that what you said? I think so. Furigan leathers. There you go. Who knows? All right. So what else is going on? So, so much. Uh, Russ Brown signed up. What what was the deal there? They signed up for to be a a title sponsor or what is it? They're the the title sponsor for the AFT singles class. So it'd be the AFT singles present. I think it's presented by uh, Russ Brown motorcycle attorneys. But then they're also going to be for the whole season for the singles class. But then they're also going to sponsor a few races uh, starting in Daytona. So they have the logo posted, AFT Singles, and then underneath it, Russ Brown Motorcycle Attorney. So I think it's wow. like presented by Russ Brown Motorcycle Attorney. They've definitely, you know, year after year, race after race, uh, have they're huge motorcycle fans. They're huge flat track fans, and they've been uh, they've been getting more and more involved with the sport. So that's that is a big step as far as a sponsorship. Uh, so that's that's cool to see. And they're also going to remain a, a key sponsor on NBCSN television broadcast too. So that helps keep flat track on TV. So I love it. Love seeing spon- sponsors come and, and contribute more to the sport in any capacity, especially a big step like this. So all good things. Uh, what else is going on? We see this is the big one. This next one is the we've big been one. we've we've been waiting for this one for a while. It's, we it, heard KTM was coming. Yep. And they bring they brought Red Bull along with them, which is huge. So K- KTM Red Bull factory support going out to Shana Texter and the defending champion of the AFT singles class Dan Bromley yeah they uh they had a live Facebook uh Shana had a live Facebook little video earlier this week I'm sure there's going to be some more stuff coming out from AFT um regarding that announcement but they uh the the announcement is official they did a, a few laps around that that Paris uh track out there is it a short track it's a short track right yeah the, there's a Paris short track it's not the Paris auto speedway that we're going to in a little while it's this this Paris short track isn't the short track on the series this year the Paris half mile is on the series. The yeah. one you went to. I was trying to get you to go to the Paris short track the night before last time we were there. Oh, so wait. The one that's on the series this year is the one that we went to a couple years ago for the finale. The one that's on the schedule is the same one we went to two years ago, yes. Okay. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. You sure? Yes. Okay. Um, no, it's cool to cool to see them uh, in their new leathers and their new getup. That also sponsored by Roof Systems, right? Both of them. I've read that in the report. I, I knew Shane has been sponsored by by Roo Systems for a while. I was surprised to see that he's going along with Bromley, but you know, I think that's awesome. They're helping a ton of riders, which is great. Great to see. I, it'd be interesting to see what is the tallest and the shortest AFT rider in the paddock. Well, I kind of joked about that, but I I think you're probably right. I don't know who else is taller than Bromley. There's there might right. be somebody else taller than Bromley, and I don't think anybody's shorter than Shayna. Like Sandriana might be about the same height. So Brandon Robinson's tall, tall too, right? But he's he's in that's the twins, true, so that doesn't count. Bromley, Bromley always tells me he's six foot three. Yeah, I think Brandon's about six foot two. I think that's and then exactly. what what no end then no end no what what I what I like Carter about the press release they were all in brand new gear in front of the Red Bull hauler. The bikes were were ready to go, and they actually tested the bikes out there in California. So, you know, it shows where we're coming from and, and where we're coming to. You know, it's just like it's it's so cool that they were 
already ready for yep. every bit of it. It's kind of a big deal. Um, so yeah, it'll be, be interested to see what those KTMs do. And you know, even more than that, I'm interested to see how they stack up against the Waters Auto Body KTMs, right? Everything with factory support is going to be good. But I think Dave and Rhonda want to do prove something um, with their with their KTMs as well. And they've they've had a lot long history of what they've done with theirs. So it'll be interesting. There's like a little rivalry within the KTMs almost, an unspoken or maybe a spoken. I don't know. It's, it's going to be cool to see how they stack up, not just against the rest of the field, but against other KTMs that are privateer efforts. And, and then also no coming out earlier this week was a huge announcement from Suzuki putting a big contingency up for grabs. Huge. And then later on, later on, we hear Chad Coase going to be riding in the AFT singles class on board an American Suzuki. So I think it's cool. I did. I looked at my notes, Carter, only two riders rode uh, Suzuki's in the AFT singles class. Yeah. And that was Jake Lewis and Nick McFadden. Now you throw Chad Coase into the mix. Uh, man. Yeah. All the brands are going to be in the singles class. Well, and when that first came out, I think we were texting back and forth. I was like, I don't even remember that many riders consistently riding Suzuki's. But then you have this news coming out the next day. So it's it's going to be big. It, it, it already was big. But the fact that, you know, these these are just one after the other, sometimes multiple announcements a day. And I think it's going to be this way until we get to Daytona. So I'm stoked, I, man, and I'm only going to get more stoked. I am too. I think we should call up Chad and congratulate him. What do you think? Yeah, you're good friends with him. You want to give him a call? Yeah, dial him up. He's texting. He's texting me right now. Hold on. Oh, it's that one. He's... Hello? Hey, man, what's going on? What's up, man? How are you? I, I'm good. I, I saw this pre press release came out on Wednesday. It says you're going to be riding for American Suzuki in the AFT singles class. I just want to say congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Are we live right now? No, we're coming out. It's, it's going to be live on Friday. Oh, okay, okay. I was just making sure. Yeah, you're going out to the world right, right now, man. No, I'm kidding. It's it's. But it's... <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway, to it's, it's essentially um, kind of my own deal again. Um, I always like to have a little bit of uh, leeway in what I can do. But yeah, Suzuki, um, American Suzuki is definitely backing us, so it's uh, it's going to be great. Obviously, I'm still going to have all my own uh, personal sponsors back again, which is awesome. But uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> it's a big change, but. Uh, both me and Tom are really excited to uh, kind of tackle this new challenge. I was wondering, I, I heard the rumor, but I'm just stoked that Engelhart's part of it. How does he feel about the Suzuki side of things? Yeah, um, obviously uh, he's he's excited. He um, he really uh, thrives off of new stuff, you know, being able to learn, being able to do uh, obviously research and development. That's uh, that's his kind of his uh, forte. So. He's excited about it. Obviously, you know, um, we had a great year in the Twins class, and we would have loved to kind of um, stay there, but this opportunity presented itself, and uh, I think it's it's just it's the right time, you know, and there's obviously a lot of uh, big players getting involved in the singles class, so, you know, we're, we're just, man, we're so excited to do it, and Tom's really excited to get his hands on one, and it's we've got our work cut out for us for sure. Um, the time crunch to be able to build bikes and, and do testing and get everything sorted to where we need to be. Uh, obviously, we don't have a ton of time, so uh, we got an uphill battle. But, yeah, I'm excited. Tom's excited. And uh, I just I couldn't be more excited to be on a Suzuki. Well, I'm glad 
the bearded weapon is with you. Um, are you excited about the huge announcement that American Suzuki's got that the huge contingency? Is that does that help motivate you? Yeah, obviously, uh, like I said, eh, you know, this majority of this off season, it was, you know, basically my head in the pillow trying to figure out what I was going to do going forward. And uh, the contingency, you know, um, commitment from Suzuki was a big part of what made me decide to do this. And, uh, you know, luckily I had some help uh, at, with some folks from AFT and talking to Suzuki and uh, Pat Alexander has just been super helpful and um, very, very good to us so far um, in the early stages of everything. And, um, but yeah, I mean, that, that was a huge part of me making my decision um, to get on a Suzuki and, it's going to be great, man. I'm just excited to get out there, you know, and, and mix it up with everybody. And uh, Suzuki's had the, their fair share of success in flat track. It, you know, it's been it's been a while, but um, you know they've they've definitely uh, know how to get to the top of the box. So I'm I'm excited to do that and uh, and see if we can bring a championship back to Suzuki. And I think uh, the last person to do it was Jake Johnson. So it'd be cool if I can uh, be the next one to do it. It's pretty cool, man. I can't wait to see you on that thing come Daytona. And speaking of Daytona, I want to talk to you a little bit about that. You got a you had a little supermoto experience in your in your background, right? Are you stoked about the new the new uh, track outline? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's been a while since I have done any supermoto, but yeah, it's, I'm sure you know it's like riding a bicycle. You don't forget it. So um, I'm excited for it. I, you know, to be completely honest, I was a little bit of a critic at first. Um, just, just for all the unknown variables, uh, mostly safety. Uh, but I, I think AFT is going to do their, um, you know, their fair share of testing and, and making sure everything's going to be good for us. So um, we'll see, man. It's going to be, you know, going to be the same for everybody, and we won't know till we get there what it's going to be like. But you know, I know the road racing guys are excited, and uh, you know, all the supermoto guys, Jeff Ward, and and all that. But uh, yeah, when we line up, I think uh, I'm, 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 I'd love to be in the twins class with those guys, but honestly, I am pretty happy to be where I'm at right now, and uh, I think it's going to be a fun year. It's going to be new. Um, we're going to have a, a lot of different variables, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the TT in Daytona is going to be one of them, and <laughs> what better way to kind of have everything new a new track and new bikes, new everything. So it's, it's going to be great. Yeah. The competitions, you know, the competition's tough. It's not going to be a cakewalk, but uh, some of the best racings in that singles class. Congratulations on the big news. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, Chad. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Thanks a lot for having me guys. Um, I will see you guys in Daytona. And like you said, the competition is going to be tough and, uh, there's going to be a lot of OEMs competing, a lot of great riders competing, and let's see how we stack up in Daytona. Thanks a lot, man. All right, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, right, Chad. Later. Take care, bud. All right, bye. Had to give Chad a call. I wanted to hear that, uh, you know, that announcement firsthand and kind of see what his thoughts were about the 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 2019 season in Daytona TT. Well, he's he's you know in for a bunch of change. He's going to the singles class. He's on a new motorcycle. He's probably never raced a Suzuki before. Uh, Engelhart's ready to get the bikes and ready to start working on them. Um, and we talked about how stiff the competition is in the AFT singles class. And it is, it's going to be, 
that's going to be some of the best racing, I think. Yeah, we haven't just talked about that, but like the the fact that it's becoming a, a, a series of its own where I, I think it rivals the Twins. And I've said this before, the racing is just as good, if not better, in the singles class. And with all the stuff that's happened this offseason, that singles class is going to be insane to watch in 2019. And then, you know, we talked about Honda last week. Richie Morris Racing teamed up with, you know, Mikey Rush, bringing American Honda back. Now we've got, you know, all the brands are going to be represented in the singles class, including some Yamaha help. And we're going to talk to uh, a rider that's going to be riding Yamahas again in 2019 uh, with some big help. He's got some big announcements just came out. I think first we should talk to Terry Reimer. He's a good friend of mine. Um, this guy's going into the Sturgis Motorcycle Hall of Fame later on this year. He's being inducted in there. He's a big part of this this up-and-comers you know, program, and I think we should give Terry Reimer a call. Yeah, this week's episode is somebody that I don't know a ton about, um, and I'm looking forward to you talking to him and, and finding out more about his story. I do work, know Terry a little bit, worked with Terry a little bit when when I was on the when the, the production side of the Fans' Choice stuff. Um, but yeah, I think he, he'd help set the stage and kind of give us a little context for what we're going to be talking about this week. Want to give him a call? Well, yeah, let's call Terry Reimer first, and then maybe we'll call up our guest. Calling Chalet Reimer. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Are you recording? Yeah. Do the record of course, button? Of course I'm recording, but I'm also dialing. Sounds like you're playing that cheap xylophone thing. Every time. I love it. 80s music. Let me put that in for this episode. Terry here. Hello? Hello? Is this is this the uh, Chalet Reimer? Chalet Reimer, not coming to you from Chalet Reimer right now. We're at the uh, the shop uh, trying to prepare for Daytona. You're actually working? I thought you had a, a hip replacement like just a few days ago, and you're already at work. What are you doing? It's been a few weeks now, but... Man, how's the hip doing? You doing all right? The hip's great. It really is. You know, it's kind of a miracle what they do, seriously. And funny side story on that i woke up during the procedure and this guy's got a snap-on dead blow hammer pounding the socket into my pelvis and <laughs> my eyes get big and he looks at the anesthesiologist and that was all she wrote i went back on her again so <laughs> oh man i'd be freaking out dude yeah that's that's a hell of a story yeah. oh i'm not kidding it was like like us changing a tire in the pits or something you know yeah man so what else you been doing? I mean, just hanging out. Now you say you're back at the shop getting getting ready for 2019. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But uh, did you have a good yeah. Christmas, good winter? Good Christmas, cold winter here in the Black Hills. I mean, sometimes it warms up and it's nice and people are riding their motorcycles and the store gets busy. And then, you know, like the last week and a half, it's been a pretty nice day. And uh, we're getting all the, all the everything, you know, sorted out and, and uh, trying to get our, our list done and Get ready for uh, racing season. Right on. Well, you actually warrant your own episode, and we're going to do that a little bit later on, maybe after the season gets going. But uh, I brought you on to talk about your your newest rider. I mean, you've been around flat track for quite a long time. You sponsored Nicole. Back then it was Nicole Cheza into Nicole Meese. Uh, you've, you're a huge part of bringing back Grand National Flat Track Racing to the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. There's so much to talk about with you, but we brought you on to talk about Dawson Schieffer. Sounds good to me. I can talk about that all day long. So what's your nickname for him? Is that, You text me, he says his name is Wonder Boy? I just call him Wonder Boy. I call him lots of things, and he deserves all of them, you know? Okay, okay. But uh, I like, you know, he, he's just such a good kid. I mean, he is such a good kid. We just traveled last weekend, and 
went to the NVP show and he stayed in our room and, you know, he's just, I've been, I've known him since he was just a, a little knee high, you know what I mean? And, uh, he is really a good kid. So, you know, me, I like to razz him and tease him and call him all sorts of things, but, uh, in the end, he really is a good kid. And I just appreciate him being and working as hard as he does and just proud to be around him. Absolutely. So let's talk about what was unveiled last week at that show you went to, you know, the new team sponsor. Tell me about it. You know, we've been going for the last few years and sort of finding a bike here and doing what we think we, we, we know how to do and doing the best job we can for what we got. But it's pretty evident, you know, I think, I think Dawson's got the goods and, and, and the uh, wherewithal to be uh, higher up in the, in his placements, you know, in some of the races he's been doing. And we've just been down on horsepower. We've been down on settings. We've, we've you know, we're learning a lot and we're learning together and, and we're not wizards at this, but uh, I do know a lot of people, of course. And so I've been leaning on some people and I found some, some good help, I think this year and uh tuner and someone that knows the, uh, the ignition mapping system that we use on our Yamahas and we've made some pretty pretty good increases this year and we're excited about that especially when it comes to the uh half miles and miles you know tt's aren't other than daytona we're going to be on asphalt so that you know that'll be a high horsepower deal so uh you know dawson's pretty good at, at tt's he's had a lot of supermoto background and and seems to do real well on the tt's and and we're we're probably okay there with our bikes and always have been but half miles and miles or another not more you know this year than we've had the last couple of years so you know we talked a while back and you said you were actually sending your motors off to somebody um can you elaborate any more on that or is that kind of top secret well you know what i don't want to uh uh you know i'm sure word's gonna get out whatever but we actually found a guy that's done a lot of top supercross stuff and you know, we sent him our bike, our primary bike from last year, and he dynoed it. And hell, he had to go check the dyno out because he didn't. He goes, this "Thing's got to be making more horsepower than this. Come on, you know." And uh, push comes shove. He calls us up. He goes, "Well, you got a you got an old case, you know, Supercross bike in my book, but I'm gonna build you an outdoor bike, and you're just gonna you're gonna love it, you know. And it's gonna have lots of torque. It's gonna have uh, easy to ride power. You know, we're excited about that. And he's done it. The bike's back here now." Um, you know, guy in North Carolina and uh good team, JGR racing, you know, so they've never done flat track and uh, they're, they're kind of stoked on this. They might show up at Daytona and see what it's all about. Maybe help some other people out. So right on. that's where we're at. Well, that's really yeah. cool. So I was, I was reading on your Facebook that it's the pro beam team. Can you, can you define yeah. the team and tell me about that a little bit more? I work closely with drag specialties and parts unlimited have for 30 years. Okay. And, uh, this year we're at a show and, and a trade show, whatever. And, and one of the companies, one of the main, uh, really a good vendor, uh, uh, that we sell a lot of their products and whatnot said, you know, we're really interested in flat track and, and we really like what you're doing. There's something we can do to help. So I put together a package, you know, and they, they signed a pretty good deal with us and, and, uh, which allows us to do a lot more of the stuff that we need to do like I just talked about. And, uh, um, yeah, it's custom dynamics, Dave Pribula, uh, from custom dynamics. And he's got a product called pro beam and they make lighting for primarily Harley Davidson's, you know, uh, just 
lighting has come a long way in the last, you know, four or five years, headlights, taillights. I mean, you know, the LED stuff that just, just glows at night. And uh, he's done really well. He's really successful at it. Drag Specialties is his partner. And so, you know, we've always sold the product and we teamed up with them this year and they're real excited. They just want to come racing and help us out. And uh, they're distributed through Drag Specialties. And that's kind of a win-win for us because, you know, along with that, I I went to Drag and I, I said, guys, you know, I got ProBeam to come along and, and Dave at Custom Dynamics would you guys like to uh, help us as well? And, uh, you know, sure enough, Hilton Beatty, who does all of the uh, Le Mans parts unlimited stuff for Supercross and for Shana and, 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 and uh, Jared Mees, you know, he sent me a pretty nice deal. So they're on board. And what that allowed us to do is then go to the house brands of parts unlimited drag specialties, like, you know, Regina and now Recluse. Recluse is distributed through uh, uh, Parts Unlimited as well. And then and we've got, you know, of course, Vance and Hines and and, and we've got uh, uh, the Athena Get system. You know, we've got all these really, really cool brands. Um, like I said, Bell Ray and Alpenstars, Thor. Uh, you know, the only sad part is they don't sell Goodyear dirt track tires. Well, that's a little bit too bad, but you know that it's, it's cool that that all these big names are getting involved. Terry, do you think it has anything to do with the popularity of the sport is growing and growing, and now we're on TV on a regular basis? Do you think that helped get these sponsors? Well, Scott, you hit the nail on the head with the popularity, and they've been watching it, they've been seeing it, and the industry talks about it. They were actually here for the rally last year, and they went to Black Hill Speedway and saw what was going on, and said, you know, this would be cool to be a part of this, give something back, and saw our team and and went you know this would be a good avenue for us to get into this and uh you know it's it's no secret that um you know we do real well during the rally we have a lot of the vendors so i can go to these relationships i've had for years and years and years and say hey you want to come aboard with us and and uh so far it's been it's been wonderful you know i mean we've and and another one not distributed through them but is uh, strider from right here in rapid city really stepped up this year and and uh wrote us a pretty nice check so uh ryan is a personal friend of mine i've been off-road riding with him for years uh he said you know you guys got a good thing going on here and the strider story is another story strider bikes of course they we team up with them and we put uh, Strider bicycles in every kindergartner's hand in Rapid City, South Dakota. Supported all the schools in Rapid City, hundreds of Strider bicycles, Black Hills Harley Davidson furnished to get kids riding two wheels. Okay. You might want to ask Dawson about that because he's going to intern for Strider bicycles. Dawson is going to learn all there is to know about Strider bicycles and the Strider Foundation and what they do to put bicycles in the uh, uh, hands of kids to get them out riding versus screen time, you know? And when we go to each round, um, uh, AFT, I just had a meeting with Cameron this weekend, is going to, we're going to come up with a plan for each town, whether it's a school or a high school or or a hospital or something, we're going to engage with kids and we're going to give them Strider bicycles, okay? And we're going to use that as a platform to, uh, you know, for goodwill and get 
and promote kids riding on two wheels. Man, that's great. I mean, we need it. You know, so many kids and, you know, the, the next generation, Terry, below us, are all they do is play on their phones or play video games. You know, nobody goes outside anymore. It's, it's so sad. So I think that's a great deal. And there you have it. You know, I grew up, you watched the opening of On Any Sunday, okay? Yep. I was that kid right there. That was me making the motorcycle sounds in the alley, jumping garbage cans, you know, spinning, doing wheelies. I mean, that's what we did. That's how we grew up. Okay. And then, you know, I was fortunate enough. There was a lot of motorcycle dealers where I grew up and there was just motorcycles all the time back in the seventies. Right. And it's a little tougher today to get on, you know, a motorized two wheel vehicle, but it can be done and we need to get kids thinking about the freedom and the fun of riding a motorcycle versus, you know, sitting and playing Fortnite. Exactly. Exactly. So Terry, you're talking about this new team or it's not a new team, but your team, you got a bunch of sponsorship. Have you guys hired a mechanic? I mean, what else has changed besides, you know, since last year? We haven't hired a mechanic. We've got some good guidance from, you know, our friends, uh, uh, um, uh, John Bundy, and uh, he's done a lot of tuning on Yamahas over the years. And uh, matter of fact, we had a conference call with him tomorrow to talk a little more. And we're gonna, he's going to come and show us, you know, part of the tuning aspect of the the you know the the fuel system and and finish maintenance from there. You know what I mean? Now we've still got Tim, we've got Pat, we've got Todd Gickling, uh, we've got several people that'll be at a lot of the races. Corey Brink, he's going to come help. And, you know, we've got some pretty good guys and at the track, I get some good help. I know a lot of the riders and whatnot. And, and uh, we get some good pointers along the way. We've learned a lot in the last couple of years. So as far as setup goes, and if the bike's doing this, we do that and things like that. So we've had a lot of help from Davey Durrell, you know, and um, guy knows what's going on. Right. Yep. And so we're, we're pretty set. We're pretty set um, as far as, you know, the reliability of the bike and all that, that's, that's going to be great. And, and uh, we're just excited to get the year underway and, see what we got you you've got a lot of riders that were in the twins class that are moving to the aft singles class you got factory you know ktm coming along with red bull you got you know chad coast was announced he's gonna be riding a suzuki there's other fast guys that singles class is probably going to be just as stacked as the aft twins class oh for sure and um you know something we talked about this weekend and um, we just got to step up, you know, I mean, Dawson physically, not a problem. Um, you know, he's young yet. He'll, he'll turn 18 down in Daytona while we're there. And this will be his third Daytona. He's made the main both times. And hopefully this year we can, we can get a little closer to the front and, uh, you know, set some good times and, and we just have to have that positive attitude because what else can you do? That's the class we're in. AFT, you know, the rules are the rules. Um, anybody can ride that class if they want. And, you know, it's racing, Scotty. We just, we just got to go give it our best. And, you know, and, and what did they do? Did they, they take two positions out now? Or did we go yep. from 18 to 16, Scotty? Yeah, yeah it's going to make yeah. it even tougher so, to so get not, to the main so event. Not, yeah. Exactly. So not only do you have a lot of faster guys in there, Mikey Rush, you know, whatnot, you, you've got, You've, you've got two less positions to qualify for, right? So 
you know, it's going to be tougher, but that's the game we're in, and, and we're looking forward to the challenge. I think, you know, going back to some of these tracks that he raced at, you know, these last, you know, last two seasons, I think that's going to help for sure. I think right now all that he lacks, you know, I'm talking about Dawson, is his self-confidence because the kid's fast. He can ride a motorcycle. Obviously, you know that. So uh, sitting here now, Terry, what is, what's your realistic expectations for 2019? Our realistic expectation for 2019 is a top 10 in points, okay? Uh, a couple podiums would be super, you know. Um, I tease Pat, uh, Dawson's dad, you know, the first time that kid gets up on a podium, you know, Pat doesn't think much, so uh, – and, and everyone <laughs> knows me. So <laughs> and you are going to have a beer with me when that kid gets on the podium. He goes, deal. So that's what I'm looking right. forward to. No, I'm just excited for Dawson. You know, he – this is his dream. Um, he is all in, you know, and like you said, he, he, he might, he, he might lack a little bit of the experience, but as far as race savvy goes, I've seen him, you know, I saw him like last year at Lexington, you know, we sat on the front row, our bike had some issues, but he, he fought, he fought hard and, and he run a good race and he deserved to be on the front row that day. And there, we're, we're going to get more of that is what I'm going to say. Awesome. Um, right now, we're getting ready to call him up. Is there anything or anybody you want to say thanks to? Well, obviously, I want to say thanks to Le Mans, you know, uh, Parts Unlimited Drag Specialist. But most of all, Dave Pribula and Megan, Dave Pribula and Megan Barrett from Custom Dynamics. You know, they've done a lot for us. You know, there's uh, Cody from Bell Ray. There's uh, uh, Michael from Regina Chains, and then, you know, the list goes on. And, oh, Patrick from Recluse, those guys are awesome. And we've had a lot of help along the way. And Vance and Hines, you know, uh, Eddie Craywick has done a lot for us, whether you know that or not. But uh, he oh. kind of runs the race shop in Indianapolis, and yep. Vance and Hines has done quite a bit for us. So, And we want to thank John Bundy from JGR and uh, it's maybe Black Hills Harley Davidson. I probably ought to mention them. You know, they they actually help a ton and allow me to uh, go, you know, be a part of this. Hopefully, we have a you know a really a good, safe, fun year, and uh, we're all the races right up there contending. Yeah, that Black Hills. You know, that's where you work. You're a general manager. You're a part owner. Um, we're going to have yep. you on, you know, soon. I want everybody to know more about you, why you support flat track, why you got flat track, you know, the grand nationals back up there at the Sturgis rally. So we'll, we'll have you on a little bit later, uh, in the season, but is there any tough questions that you think we should ask Dawson? Tough questions to ask Dawson or something, oh, something gosh. maybe embarrassing no. or something that we could just throw out there. Well, let's see. Can't drive a stick shift in a car. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, like yeah. It. Can't get away. Can't get away from Lay's potato chips. And, huh. uh, you know, those are things that I look at and go, really? Come on. You know, <laughs> and, and, you know, we were in Louisville this weekend and, uh, his bag that he brought with, with all his stuff in it, you know, are like, well, Dawson, you know, you didn't pack this. You didn't do that. He goes, my mom packed it. What? I don't know. Oh, oh. Oh, oh! His mom boy. packed his bags for him. Oh, oh, oh did he catch <laughs> it? He's gonna get some more in just a little bit. 
that's good. That's good. There you have it. Terry Reimer, thanks for coming on. Best luck in 2019, and we'll see you at the track. We'll see you at Daytona. Thanks. Like you said, Scotty, that guy could – I completely agree. That guy deserves his own episode, and we're going to do that probably leading up to, you know, a Black Hills uh, event or something and get to know him a little bit more because – there's, there's a ton to talk about with that guy himself, so uh, looking forward to that one. But what a great setup for, for the conversation we're about to have with Dawson. Yeah, I want to talk to Terry a lot more. I want to know why he puts his heart and soul into flat track. I mean, he, he doesn't have to, you know, but he's he's made sure that we have Grand National Flat Track Racing in the Sturgis Rally. That's why the rally started was actually because of the racing. So I do want to know his backstory. So we definitely need to call him up, you know, in a couple months and, and uh, get ready for the Sturgis Rally and, and Bike Week and races out there. And a character like that, it's not just what he brings to the sport, but the people that he brings with him, right? There's, It's not just him. It's a whole army of people that contribute on, on many different levels. So uh, another great person to have in the flat track community. And uh, we'll hope, hopefully hear, hear more from him in uh, the coming weeks and uh, wish him nothing but the best of luck with, uh, with the guy we're about to talk to now. So we're going to call up his rider that he's been helping out the last couple of years, Dawson Schieffer. From Sturgis, South Dakota, I call him Awesome Dawson Cheaper. He calls him Wonder Boy. Let's give him a call. Hello? Is this Wonder Boy? Uh, we can go with that. <laughs> number 33 in your program, number one in your heart, Dawson Cheaper. <laughs> that's what Terry Reimer told me to call you Wonder Boy, and I, I like Awesome Dawson Cheaper, but that's a mouthful, so we might have to switch it on over to Wonder Boy. Oh, we can go with that. Does he, he said he's got some other nicknames for you. What else does he call you? We'll go. We'll go with Stick. That Stick. One, huh? That one seems. That one seems to be the popular one around Terry. Because everyone, you're tall. So. Because you're tall and skinny, and taller than him, or what? Uh, tall and skinny. I mean, you know, you got nothing on the arms. So it's just like straight bone. So. I got you. I was that way too growing up, and man, it'll catch up to you one day. It's it's okay. You can be stick for a while. I bet I bet you can fit <laughs> mild leathers because I sure can't. Oh, I don't even know if I can fit my leathers from last year. Yeah, you probably grew another foot, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get let's get to know Dawson Schieffer. Where were you born? Uh, in Rapid City, just only thirty minutes away. Okay, so you were born in Rapid, grew up in Sturgis, and you're still going to Sturgis High School, right? Yep, still there. What's it like growing up in Sturgis? I only go there usually during the rally, and there's like a million people there. So when the rally's not going on, there's what eight hundred people there. About five to six thousand people here. I mean, it's it's a small town, and you can probably get from one end to the other in about three minutes. So nothing big. <laughs> how how big is your graduating class? I mean, you're a senior right now, so tell just tell me that. That'll put it in perspective for all of us. Uh, hundred and like probably twenty, if that. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So, yeah, it's small. So, gr- growing up in a small town like that, how'd you get involved in motorcycles? Uh, you know, my dad. My dad's been racing since he was a little kid with road race, flat track, supermoto. You name it, he's done it, and he's basically taught me everything I needed to know. And he's helped me throughout my whole career of learning everything and learning the bike and learning the track and he's just been there for everything okay how old were you when you first rode a motorcycle four or five somewhere in between there okay and how old were you when you first raced motorcycles want to say six okay where where was that at 
Uh, I think it was at the Jack Pine Gypsies. Uh, they had their very first uh, race going on of that season, and I, was, my dad told me to pack all my stuff and head out there, and uh, that's what we did. Okay, so it was flat track. So did you try anything else besides flat track? Uh, I've done a lot of supermoto. I mean, uh, for the last four or five years, I've uh, done the AMA Supermoto Series, and I uh, got actually to do the RC390 Cup road racing which was a great experience just to see what all goes on there and try something i've never done before okay so did you like the road racing stuff at all or why why you, um, why'd you pick flat track it's probably the best thing to do i mean imagine sliding sideways at 100 miles an hour on a mile track it's pretty cool <laughs> okay so who did you look up to as a youngster growing up in sturgis as far as flat tracking who'd you look up to uh probably henry wilde that's just i've known him through people that i've known here for the longest time and uh i've talked to him known him my whole life and uh i just look up to him and everything that he's done so far okay what is it about motorcycle racing that appealed to you uh the speeds i mean you can't there's nothing like going 100 miles an hour over with a helmet and some leathers on it's it's something that it's one of a kind Okay. All right. I like that answer. So what are your favorite types of tracks? You know, do you have a certain type of dirt that you like, or does it a certain shape of a track? What, what, what's your favorite type of track? Uh, I'd have to go with TTs just with everything I've done and how I've gone so far. It's just supermoto. It's helped me so much riding some motocross and off time. I just, those are probably my favorite tracks and ones that I probably do the best on. Okay. Do you have any other hobbies besides uh, riding a motorcycle? Uh, I play soccer all year round. Just wow. hanging out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, f- I figured you're so tall, I figured you'd play basketball, but uh, soccer's probably good to keep you in shape, too. Yeah, I used to play basketball. Just, you know, everything. I used to do basketball, track, you name it, I've done it. But soccer is just probably my favorite thing in the world. Okay. All right. I didn't know that. That's cool. So let's talk about your early uh, years as, as, you know, an amateur flat track racer. What's your favorite memory from your amateur career? Uh, probably one of my first national championship. Uh, I mean, and there's nothing like that. Just that experience that you get to take away from it and <laughs> being, I don't even know, nine years old when I want it. <laughs> it just kicks in now and you just think about it back then. It's something that's amazing. Was that first championship at DuCoin, or was that at Springfield, or was you know part of the Dirt Track Grand Championships, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yep, that's what I'm talking about. I think it was at DuCoin, I want to say, it was the first one. Okay. How You said first one. How many amateur championships did you win? Uh, somewhere over 10. I want to say between like 10 and 13 or so. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so where, where are all those trophies sitting right now? Uh, I mean, I'm looking at them right now. They're just sitting right across from my room. So, okay. All right. So talk about your, you're only 17 years old. You're a senior in high school and uh, 2017 was your, you know, your first year as a pro talk about the transition from going from amateur races, winning all these races into the pro ranks. How hard of a transition was that for you? Uh, it's a it's a challenge. I mean, just trying to get to know everything from an amateur. I mean, you race these tracks constantly. You're there probably every weekend or two weekends, just uh, learning the tracks, and then you switch over to be 
a pro and you got to learn everything over again and just try to figure out how the weekend goes and what you can do better and it's a it's a challenge my very first year was a challenge for me just to learn everything and try to get used to it but uh hopefully <laughs> it gets better okay so how far along the way or when did you meet terry reimer oh i couldn't even tell you i, I mean my dad my dad's known him for the longest time and uh pretty sure just when they were racing he brought me along and that's when i met him and i've known him ever since okay how long has he been sponsoring you uh since 2016 i want to say okay all right so let's talk about 2017 was your your rookie season and in the pro ranks you made seven main events you got a top 10 finish at the season finale uh any of those events stand out to you good or bad uh i want to say daytona just the very first race of the season that I was at and it just to make the main event there is something that is a big accomplishment for me. It's just not being able like being able to go into your first race and make the main event. There's after all the hard work you've put in, it's just amazing to see that actually happen and be there. Okay. What was the biggest takeaway from the 2017 season? Uh, just learning everything, just trying to learn how, everyone is there and learn all the tracks and just try to figure out everything for the next year. It's just, I think that's the key to basically the whole year. Okay. 2018, you made 11 out of the 18 main events, which is pretty impressive. You got a top 10 at the Buffalo chip TT right there in your backyard. What are you most proud of from last season? Oh, it has to be the Buffalo chip TT. <laughs> I mean, just being able to be in my hometown and pull off a top 10 with, all the fans there and that are arms length away from you as you're racing. It's probably the coolest thing and the best thing that's ever happened. Okay. What are some areas you feel that you should be working on or that you are working on to get ready for this season? Uh, I want to say I want to work on just like being more aggressive as in like not try to take people out, but just try to work my way up to the front faster. I mean, I all last year, basically consistent between 10th and 14th so i'm just i just need to work on getting up there quicker and hopefully being on the podium you, you think that will come with better starts or do you need to qualify better to have better starting positions in the heat race or all all that okay all right well, i need better starts <laughs> my okay. <start's> awful <laughs> hey, hey is there somebody in the pits that you can talk to about maybe practicing your starts or getting better starts or do you have anybody you can you know, bounce some ideas off of? Uh, I've I've talked to everyone. I used to, like, when I always start, I always start with both feet down. But over the years, a lot of people tell me to start with my foot on the brake, and I've slowly started to learn that. And, I mean, there's races where I've gotten good starts doing that. It's just it's hard to learn because I've been – it's probably my second year trying to figure it out and work with it, so. I got you. Well, that and, you know, that your body size has changed, so the positioning on the motorcycle where you start mm -hmm. changes too. So – there's a lot of things like that. So, um, you know, just keep practicing. I know you're going to get better at that. So let's talk about, you know, getting ready for the 2019 season. Um, what all have you been doing to prepare for this season? Uh, just working on bikes. I mean, we've been trying since, I don't know, four months ago, just trying to work on bikes, get everything ready, everything that we need, trying to get the van together with uh, 
uh, building it up for everything, lighting it up, and uh, just trying to work on uh, my body and pushing myself better as much as I can so that I'm ready for the whole season. Okay. So who who tunes your bikes for you? Uh, it's me, my dad, Tim Fister, uh, just anyone that can help us do anything to get as much as we can out of it. I mean, we're always at Terry's shop trying to work on it or make things better or just bouncing ideas off of each other. Okay. Well, he, he mentioned that there's, you know, a new guy that worked for JGR, works for JGR that that's helping out. Is there anything other, other than that, that's different uh, as far as your race program of getting the bikes ready to go? I mean, that's about it. I know it's pretty cool to have uh, Bundy from JGR come and help us out this, this year. And uh, I hope it makes a, <laughs> it's going to make a big improvement because I've heard some great things about him. So. Okay. That's good. I think that'll be, definitely good i mean he said he's already found some improvements and anything anytime you make improvements it's got to be better for your program so talk about your partnership with strider strider bikes for this season yeah no uh strider i uh get to go and help out and be an ambassador for him which is something pretty cool to do uh so they're they're uh, taking me in next week and i'm gonna help make some bikes uh ship them out do some special events with them and uh I think we talked about a couple of rounds here and there as uh, giving some bikes away for some kids and trying to promote AFT that way. And I think it's just a great deal to have with uh, Strider basically in my hometown and helping me out. And uh, the stuff that they do, it's, it's an experience. You have to be there to see all the stuff that they go through every day. And I took a tour of their uh, headquarters or whatever there, and they have people probably over – 30 staff members there are there that are just working constantly trying to get out there and promote striders and uh just all the stuff that they've done with schools like giving uh teaching kids how to ride bikes and uh just giving over i don't know thousands of thousands of bikes to schools it's, it's pretty cool yeah it, it's a really cool program i'm glad you're part of that too so uh what races are you looking forward to the most this year uh I mean, I'm really looking forward to Arizona now that uh, they, they got rid of the mile. So I think that's that's going to be the one that stands out. And also the Black Hills, just because it's a hometown and probably the fastest track or half mile that there is out there. So What would what would it mean to you to, to get on the podium or win the, the Black Hills half mile? Oh, it would be <laughs> it'd be amazing. Just have the, Terry putting it on, just have everyone there that I've known for the whole lifetime. They've helped me. It, it'd be probably the greatest thing in my life. And it, I'm hoping I can make that happen. I think you can do that. I think, you know, get a good start. It'd be, you know, part, you know, a little bit past midway through the season. So you should be familiar with your motorcycle and, and ready for it. So I think you can do it. Um, what do you think about the competition in the AFT singles class this year? There's been a lot of big announcements Jeff Ward's coming to race flat track. Then you'd see our KTM with their announcement with Dan Bromley, Shana Texter. Uh, just also heard Chad Coase is drop, you know, you know, dropping into the AFT singles class. You got some other fast guys going to be in there. Mikey Rush is coming. What do you think about all the singles competition this year? It, it's going to be insane. I just, I'm waiting for Daytona just to see how many people come because I'm expecting over 70 to 80 riders just to be there. And, but I think it's it's cool to see Jeff Ward coming back out and trying it because. I've raced Supermoto with him for the past two years, and he's no slouch when it comes to this. So I, I feel like he can 
he can do good there, but Red Bull KTM, I know they've Dan and Shana and those guys are gonna be a, a force to be with, but hopefully uh I can be up there too. Well, Jeff Ward's only forty years older than you, so I don't expect you to give him any uh don't give don't be getting him any secrets, you know, let him figure it out on his own. Oh yeah, no, I I'm gonna let him do his thing and just try to, you know, try to beat him. All right. What are your goals for twenty nineteen? Uh, I'm looking to try to be top five, top ten in points and try to make a podium this year. I know last year I had some runs where it, I did good for qualifying heat semis and then the main I just couldn't quite put it together so I'm hoping to change that up and do what I can okay are there any other riders in the in the pet pit area that you work with on a race weekend or you kind of just stick to your own own deal oh I'm with Matt Gunther and uh Keith the mullet man they're they're with me uh during the weekends and it's nice to have those guys beside us because they they help us. We help them. They're just a great family to be around, and uh, everything that they've done for us. And they're just, you know, the we're always bouncing ideas off each other of what we can do to make better, what we can help them do to make better. And uh, they're, it's pretty cool to have them around. Yeah, and they also ride Yamaha, so that's got to help. To you know, you can pick each other's brains a little bit, try to figure out what's working. Yeah, I think I think that helps too. So you're a full time student a racer with a part-time job. What do you do for work? Uh, you know, just hang out at the community center for about five hours of my life and hand out key cards to people to go work out. I mean, it's nothing too exciting, but <laughs> you got to you gotta buy some stuff somehow. Well, it's a job, and then also at a community center, it's also a place for you to work out too, right? Yep. No, I'm usually working out every day of the week, either that or playing basketball for about three hours of my life. So it's, it's pretty cool to be working there and getting all that stuff for free. Well, how do you balance all this? You know, going to school, I remember going to school was tough and then you throw in a job and they throw in racing. How do you balance it all out? Uh, you just, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta stay calm. I mean, it's nice. It's my senior year that I'm only going to school till one. So, I mean, I got a lot more free time than if I was going to school till three thirty. So just trying to, as soon as I get out of school, go work out, go try to do homework till about five, go to work, come come home at about eight eight thirty, and uh, try to eat and fall asleep and get ready for school because it's been a busy day. Yeah, sounds busy to me. What are your uh, thoughts on the change in the the new format or the new racetrack? I should say at the Daytona TT. What are your thoughts? Man, I I want it to work somehow, but I don't know. I just the whole idea of uh, for me is just going from asphalt to dirt while you're on the brakes. I mean, that can cause some problems, but I hopefully they they get that figured out. But I'm looking forward to it. I mean, racing supermoto, it's it's helped me a lot. So <laughs> I'm gonna be ready for Daytona, even if they leave it like that. I think it's pretty cool to be on the actual front stretch where everything goes down. It's probably the coolest thing in the world that they could have done. Yeah, I think it's pretty neat that we're actually going to be using the real start-finish line for the Daytona Super Speedway. So I'm like you. I'm curious to see how it's going to develop and what the track's going to be like. So uh, we're already at the part of the episode for it's Graham's question. You know Graham. She's a big Dawson Schieffer fan. And she <laughs> said, awesome Dawson, well-rounded in school sports and family. Is college in your future? And if so, what are you going to major in? Uh, college is definitely my uh, future. I'm 
right now I think I'm going to be able to make a fall semester. I'm trying to go to WDT and go into radiology or if not do some physical therapy or sports management work. But, you know, it's it's hard with racing, so. All right. Well, she's going to be proud of you for going to school because everybody she <laughs> thinks everybody needs an education, so Graham's going to be happy. That's good news. Uh, now it's time for our rapid-fire questions, so I'll ask you a question. You tell me the first thing that pops into mind. Are you ready? I am. What is your favorite bike you've ever ridden? Yamaha. All right. Anyone in particular? Man, I just probably the newer ones. I mean, that's all I've rode my whole life, so I all I know how to. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a good answer. What's your favorite racetrack? Uh, Peoria. Just, you know, the sights and how many people come out and just the layout of the track. It's <clears throat> truly incredible. Did you race there before they changed it into the, the step-up jump? Uh, I did not, but I really wanted to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It, it's definitely crazy for sure. So this one, kind of Terry Reimer kind of gave us a little hint on this one. So what's your favorite flavor of Lay's potato chips? <laughs> the original ones. <laughs> okay, he said when you pick up a bag, you can't put them down. Oh, no, he'll he'll bring them there just to the racetrack, just for me, because as soon as he'll break them out, he knows I can't stop. So <laughs> <laughs> Was he trying to give you some traction? Is he trying to make you some traction for the starts, or what's he doing? I don't know. I mean... 150 pounds, I don't think it's cutting it, so I think it's trying to get me to eat a whole bag of them. <laughs> sounds like you can. So uh, there's so many attractions to see in South Dakota. What are the top three things tourists should see in the state of South Dakota? Uh, you got to see Mount Rushmore. That's probably the go-to thing with everyone come here. Uh, right. You got to go hiking all around the Black Hills. There's trails everywhere. Right. Uh, and probably come come see me. Because, I mean, I live here. There's not, there's not much to do here. All right. It'd be nice, it'd be nice to hang out with some people. Is, is, your, is your phone number right there on, on the exit sign? You know, Dawson Schieffer lives here, and there's your phone number? So everybody knows how to get a hold of you or what? Uh, I can go spray paint it on a sign, you know. We All can right. All right. Do that from there. <laughs> What's your uh, favorite place to eat when you're on the road? Ah, uh, geez, there's, there's a lot. But I'm going to have to say, like, Arby's or McDonald's. I mean, <laughs> that's about all we eat on the all way right. down there. <laughs> all right. Why are you number 33? Uh, it's just, just a number I picked. That is really nothing to go along with it. I just looked at it and was like, I want that number. All right. Where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, hopefully with the number one plate. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Man, That's that's an awesome answer. So, Terry gave me a little hint on this one, too. So uh, when you go on vacation, who packs your bags? No, no. <laughs> uh, you know, my mom does. You know, she kind of helps me out. The only reason is uh, Kentucky, when we were down there, they were making fun of me because I had extra clothes and all that. And they're like, wow, you must have packed your clothes good. No, no, my mom does. <laughs> 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 well, at least you're telling the truth and you're not going to, you know, you're not going to get trouble for that. So we had yeah. Terry on earlier. He told us all about your 2019 program. Um, I know you're super excited about it. Is there anybody you'd like to say thanks to right now? Man, Pro Beam uh, by Custom Dynamics, you know, them stepping up this year and helping me out and especially what they've done to the bike with the lighting and all that. I've never seen that before. And it's probably the coolest thing that's ever been done to the, that race bike. And, uh, 
Parts Unlimited and Drake Specialties for helping me out this year. They've come on and uh, helped me a lot to uh, what we need and what uh, we can do for this year. And uh, Strider, as I mentioned, uh, Terry Reimer and Black Hills Harley-Davidson for all they've done. And they've helped me out this whole year. And it's won all the passing years. Uh, Bell Ray, Recluse, uh, Galfer, Regina, Motion Pro, Saddleman, and also Tim Fister for just helping me out and doing everything that he does. He made these super cool coasters. I got my logo and the AFT deal on it. And I'm going to have to bring you one. Yeah, absolutely. I need one of those from my office for sure. So, well, do me a favor. Tell your mom and dad I said hi. And I look forward to seeing you here in a couple of weeks down in Daytona. And, man, best of luck to you in 2019. Thank you so much, Scotty. Awesome, Dawson Schieffer. The Stick, Wonder Boy, number 33. All right, see ya. Later. I got to say, man, I'm blown away by that kid. At Sturgis at the half mile, when I announced the half mile, he would just stand there and wouldn't say nothing. He was the, the quietest, shyest kid in the world. Yeah. But that was good. That no, was, was really, really good. good. No, it's great stuff. Um, What did he win? 13 championships? What is that all about? How does that work? Well, as an amateur, you can win a couple a year, maybe okay. two or three a year. And, you know, they're all at the Dirt Track Grand Championships. Now they're calling them the Flat Track Grand Championships. And, and he's been doing it for a long time. He's very talented. You know, a lot of people, he flies under the radar a little bit, but Terry Reimer believes in him, and the kid is talented. Uh, he did have a huge growth spurt. I think it kind of took everybody, you know, kind of shocked everybody, but he's he's just about as tall as me, but it hasn't slowed him down that much. I've never heard the guy say a word, but um, seems pretty pretty good with the conversation, pretty talkative, and a, and a good down-to-earth dude, for sure. He seems pretty confident as well with the... You know, where do you see yourself five years? Number one plate. I'm like, uh, that's yeah. a hell of an answer. That's that's what that's the answer you want to get when you ask a question like that. And it's good to see that confidence going into the season. I think uh, you know with the changes they've made, he may be up there contending with everybody else that we've been talking about in that singles class. Dude, when I started listening, you know, listing the fast guys, that was just a few of them. Yeah. And and now there's only 16 riders make a main event. It's going to be hard just to make main events. So uh, the ball game's changing a little bit. But I expect good things from Dawson. You know, he's got he's got some great people behind him. His parents are awesome. They raised him. They raised him well. And uh, going back to these tracks now, sometimes for him, would be the third time to some of these tracks. You know, there's new tracks on there on the circuit, which could be good for him too. Um, but I expect him to have a good season. Yeah, it's, it's a perfect example of like you know before this conversation, didn't know anything about the kid. But I mean, he's, he's a good all-around kid. Um, he's he's got some talent, and he's one of the future riders that we'll see and we'll hear from, you know, down the road is for sure. So it's good to good to get to know these people. And you know, I say it every week, it, it, having these conversations, you get to know these people that you never hear from. So uh, that's another one, another one for the record books for sure. Absolutely. So I gotta head off to the arena. It's time for the. Um, kicker arena cross salt lake city version i've been fighting the cold most of the week so hopefully i can get through these next next two nights how did you and i how did you and i both get a cold like thousands of miles away i think i think it was through skype i don't know i don't know how salt lake city this weekend amarillo texas next weekend and then it's time for some flat track racing it's nice right around the corner man right around the corner i can't wait can't wait i still gotta ask off for that day because it's like midweek I always forget that. Like, it's, it's Thursday, so it's not like I can just go down for the weekend. I have to take a day off of work, but I'll just call just sick. Call in, call in sick again. Yeah, it's all right. Or just completely avoid work, and, you know, if I lose my job because I have to go see Daytona, so be it. It's flat so track be, racing. Exactly, exactly. 
Hey, everybody. Smash that like button. Yeah. Give us a follow. Tell all your friends to listen to us. We appreciate all the feedback. We try to answer everybody that, that uh, sends us messages. Um, we love what we're doing. We hope you guys are loving it, too. Yep. And uh, we'll see We'll see you in, got, in Daytona. Got but an interesting one next week. Yeah. I oh, yeah. I don't want to tease yeah. it too much. So next week, guests, you got lined up the winningest AFT singles rider in history? Yeah. Winningest rider in AFT singles history. All right. I look forward to that. Do you, do you know who that is? I know you of know. Of course I do. Is. I know all the stats. If I don't know the stats, I get a hold of Burt Sumner. He tells me what I'm messing up on. All right. I love it. Look forward to that one for sure. It's been one that I've, I've wanted to get on for a while, and I know you have too. So Utah in the kicker arena cross. Yeah, buddy. Drink some Enjoy, uh, Drink uh, some orange juice, vitamin C. Something. Man. Yeah. People tell me I got to drink water too, but you know, Kevin Clark told me that water just rusts the pipes. Kevin so, Clark. Kevin, Kevin Clark. Clark. When are we going to have down. Kevin Clark on for an episode? Well, it'll have to be earlier in the day. And with that, I think we're done with this one. I'm going to leave all that in, by the way. And Kevin's going to oh, hear great. this. Kevin's going to hear great. this. Um, I love Kevin Clark. We all love Kevin Clark. We'll have him on for an episode. I, that'll be that'll be a killer one to do, to do for sure. Um, I'd hey, love Carter, to see what the Car- hell he's up Carter. to. What? Carter. What? I'll talk to you next. I'll talk to you next Friday. You're cutting me off. It's all good. I'm I gotta done. go. I gotta go to work. I'm done with you anyway. Have a good week, man. You too. See you later. Later.